The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Once the Baal Shem to Friday night made Kiddush, and he had his students around him. They were called the Chavraya Kaddush, the holy group. As he was making Kiddush, he finished Kiddush. He drank, he gave the wine to the people around the table, and he started to laugh. This was very uncharacteristic. He was like quelling and laughing. Nobody made a joke. They didn't understand why he's laughing. They finished the fish, they washed Hamaitzi, this fish, finished the fish, and he started to laugh again. Just laughing. It was very strange. They served this, the yoich, the soup, and then the chicken, whatever they had there, the chicken, and he starts laughing again. Nobody felt, uh, you know, audacious enough, I guess, to ask him, so nobody said anything. But Metzai Shabbos, one of his closer students, went over after Meir, after Avdolan, and he said, Rebbe, can I ask a question? He said, you were laughing three times after Kiddush, after the fish, after the chicken. What was the laughter all about? So the Baal Shem Tov said, go to the end of the city and ask Shapsi, the bookbinder, if he could come over. So he goes to Shapsi, the bookbinder, and he says to the Reb, Baal Shem Tov asked if he could come over to the base Medrash, to the Shul and Mezhebur. So he comes over. So the Baal Shem Tov tells him, Shapsi, can you share with everybody what happened Friday night in your house? He says, Rebbe, don't embarrass me. <laughs> I won't do it again. He says, no, 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 it's not embarrassing. I want everybody to know what happened. If you don't mind sharing what happened Friday night in your house. So he says, okay, I'll share. You know, Rebbe, he says, for me and my wife, Shabbos is an amazing day. And I always saved up money for my bookbinding business to have a little extra to be able to buy wonderful, delicious food and delicacies to celebrate Shabbos as we should. But you know, the last few weeks, there's been heavy snows here in this part of the Ukraine and Mezhebush, and nobody came to bind their books. He was a bookbinder. Bookbinding was a parnasa. It was a meager income, but it was an income. Nobody came. And I didn't have any savings. So it came before Shabbos. It was Thursday night, and I tell my wife, not one customer came. I don't even have a kopka. Kupka would be like a penny, or a ruble would be like a dollar, Russian currency, Polish uh, at the time, called a ruble. Today a ruble is also like a penny, <laughs> thanks to Putin. But in any case, I didn't have even a ruble for Shabbos. So my wife says, so what do you want to do, Shabbos? I said, there's nothing. I can't even afford a candle. You should be able to light candles. Never mind a piece of fish, never mind wine. That's what happened. So Thursday night we spoke and we realized this is a situation and I shed a tear, my wife shed a tear and we went to bed hungry. Friday morning, I realized for me to stay in the house it's going to be very depressing. So after Shachris, I decided I'll just stay in shul and I'll learn. And I learned the Parsha of the week and I was my the Sedra and I said Shir Hashirim and I went to the Mikveh and I prepared for Shabbos. And I knew that I'm coming home. It says, I say Shabbat Chachel, I'm coming home not to a regular Shabbos. But that's it. There's nothing to do. So he says, after my riv, I came home. And as I come close to my house, I see this light coming from our windows. Beautiful light. I see candles glowing. I open the door and I smell. It's like, such a smell, Ganeid. I walk into the house and I see a tablecloth set up with foods and delicacies we never even dreamt of. My wife prepared a Shabbos meal. 
So I look at her and I say, where did you get all of this? So she said, I saw your pain Thursday night, how pained you were. So after you went to Shul Friday morning, I decided, let me search. Maybe I have some old clothes that maybe have something expensive. And I found an old coat that I haven't used. Many as it had golden buttons. So I went immediately. I took off the buttons. And I went to the man who deals with gold. And I got a wonderful sum of money. And I bought candles. And I bought the best food for Shabbos. So we'll have a beautiful Shabbos. So here we have. Ah, he says, I can't thank you enough. And we did Shalom Aleichem together and Eish Eschayel together. And when I said Eish Eschayel Meyimtza, I certainly knew who I was talking about. Rabbi Zbono is also Chal Va'at Olis Al Kolona. I made Kiddush. We were so happy. I finished my Kiddush. And I turned to my wife and I said, you know, I could not thank you enough for what you have done. And I can't thank Hashem enough for giving me a wife like you and for giving us the gift of Shabbos. So he says, Lom Megayna Tensel. Let's dance. So she says, sure. And he said, me and my wife, like a choo-choo train. Then they didn't have choo-choo trains yet. But uh, we, uh, we joined, we joined arms and energies and we danced around the table. We ate the fish. We made hamaytzi, ate the fish. And after the fish, I was so inspired. I looked at her and I said, how did I get so lucky to have be married to a person like you? And how did we get so lucky to have a gift like Shabbos? And how could we express thanks that this Shabbos we could still celebrate with so much ecstasy and delight? We have to dance a second time. She said, I'm game. And we danced again around the table for a long time with tremendous joy. We sat down. I ate the chicken. After the chicken, I told my wife, my heart is swelling with joy and ecstasy. We have to dance again. She said, let's go for it. And we danced and danced and danced. That's what happened in my house Friday night. So the Baal Shem Tev is listening, and he says, Shapsi, I want you to know something. When you and your wife danced after Kiddush, and after the fish, and after the chicken, you should know you weren't the only ones dancing. Heaven was dancing with you. The Rebbeinu Shalom himself, Hashem himself was dancing with you. And all the angels were dancing with you. And I too was celebrating with you. And then he turned to him and he said, is there anything you need? So he said, the one thing we would love as a child, we were never blessed with a child. They didn't have, cho- they didn't have children. So the Baal Shem Tev gave him a blessing that the next year his wife should give birth. And they had a baby. And she named him Yisrael. The same name like the Baal Shem Tev. And he became the Kajnitz Amagat. The Kajnitz Amagat's name was Rabbi Yisrael of Kajnitz. He wrote a sefer called Avoidas Yisrael. Kajnitz is a city in Poland. He became one of the luminaries of the Hasidic uh, the world in Poland. He's known as the Kajnitz Amagat, Rabbi Yisrael. He was a son of Rabbi Shapsi who was the bookbinder of Meshapash. This is the malucha, the kingship, that he wanted every Jew to feel. person is sitting alone Friday night, they don't even have children, poor people, they have some candles, they can filter fish, and they're dancing. He said, heaven is dancing with you. 
and I also danced with you. The unique recognition of a person's indispensable, non-negotiable value, and the fact that each person is an indispensable note in the cosmic symphony, and that heaven dances with you, that's the malchus that Torah conferred upon the Jew. And in each generation, Moshe bequeathed it in his unique way, David bequeathed it in his unique way, and the Baal Shem Tev bequeathed it in his unique way. That ability for a person to realize what real royalty means. Royalty doesn't mean that all my circumstances are perfect, that I'm living in an ivory tower, <laughs> that I have no challenge in the world, I have no struggle in the world. I'm eating manna from heaven and in clouds of glory. There's those moments too, and we're very grateful for those moments. The real royalty means that the person realizes that wherever you are, wherever I am, I'm never stuck. There's meaning, there's purpose, there's light, there's infinity, there's a mission here. I'm a shliach, I'm an ambassador of the Rebbeinu Shalolim in this world. I'm an ambassador of the Rebbeinu Shalolim in these very circumstances. And therefore there's an internal sense of confidence, of empowerment. person stands tall with an inner joy, not a tallness of vanity or egotism or, or narcissism or, or hollow pride, but a, a, van, a, a pride that comes from a person's inner relationship and connection with the Melech Malche Amlochim. Eved Melech Melech, the servant of a king, Rashi says in Parshas Dvarim, is a king, which was why the Baal Shem Tev taught that Gu'ula and Golos are a state of consciousness. Exile is a state of consciousness, and redemption is also a state of consciousness. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.